Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we fire up the second year of Album for the Day, we do a little pivot. Mm. We've been doing a different album every day uh, for a year. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's 360 (laughs) something of those for you if you want to go check those out. Um, We're going to be focusing still on albums But in the context of the people who are on the albums and the contributors who made the albums what they were. And I think that's really what breaks down the whole music scene of what we're doing here is just it really gets the backstory of who the people are creating the music that we've grown to love over the years. We've found a bunch of new people that we get to talk about, which is exciting for me. People I didn't even know who were on some of the most fantastic albums ever played. And you know the music, and you've heard it, and... Now it's time to get to know the artists. Yeah. Album for the day today brings you a twofer, if you will. Today we bring you the Leuven Brothers, Mm -hmm. Ira and Charlie, (laughs) because one's not one without the other. I'll agree with that, but let's say... I'd probably rather have a beer with Ira. <laughs> I think Ira would be the only one that would have a beer with you. Mm, probably. Probably. But, yeah, they are just a legendary... You know oh, I'd have a beer with both of them. And even if, he did, even if Charlie didn't have a beer with me, he, he, might, he, might, he might not like me because I was drinking with Ira. That's true. He might, he, we he might, might have, enjoy the beer with you himself... However, resent you for drinking Which, one with Ira because as well. with Ira, let's just be clear, it wouldn't be just one beer. Oh no, <laughs> it'd be twelve games of darts. Yo, yeah, and uh, three games of strip poker. Mm. Mm-hmm. And the funny part about all of this is, the Leuven brothers started as a gospel duo. Magnify who turned. <laughs> Who turned country bluegrass? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you had to slip that one in there, didn't you? That was good. Uh, I actually saw a country bluegrass group called Magnify one oh, time. Wow, awesome! It was great. But as the country gospel bluegrass community is very supposedly clean cut, very religious, very Baptist. Uh, Jesus fearing all those words that you can use here Um, Ira was extremely notorious for drinking womanizing and having an absolute drop drop dead temper where it was all of a sudden it would just bang and he would flip out um he was married four times. Yes. And uh, his third wife, oh, Faye, shot him four times <laughs> in the chest and twice in the hand after he allegedly, allegedly. tried it, to strangle There's some serious air fingers. Allegedly. Allegedly. Tried to strangle her with a telephone cord. And then she said, of this whole experience. If the bastard don't die, I'll shoot him again. I'll shoot him again. 
again. And that says so much to me about why I want to hang out with this guy. Although, apparently, when performing and drinking, sometimes he'd get upset on the stage and smash his mandolin when he was unable to tune it. Yeah, we wondered We wondered at where Pete Townsend got it from. And then when he was sober, <laughs> he'd try and glue it back together. Probably a little bit more unsuccessful every time he did it. Let's just be clear. I don't. It's difficult to glue a mandolin back together. Listen, Ira, if it was that easy where we could just glue stuff back together <laughs> after having a drunken evening. After smashing it <laughs> to pieces. I think we'd all walk around with glue instead of tied to go pins. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Goodness gracious. Um, but yeah, apparently, uh, you know, w- at the era that they were playing, you know, Bill Monroe and his brother Charlie Monroe uh, were two of the biggest players around. Um, and obviously, Ira was influenced by, you know, Bill and Charlie Monroe. But Charlie did not uh, like Ira at all. The heated 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 uh, relationship so i think that what it was was probably um you know we're all the best uh think of it in karate kid terms where we're at the all valley championship (laughs) we've made it all the way through the bracket you know and uh and we're down to Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do. Oh, yeah. There you go. And uh, somebody's got to win. But, and, you know, by God, I'm going to fight for it every single time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the way that relationship was. And uh, I'm going to respect you because at the end of that fight, I know that I'm still number two, even if I lose. Oh, yeah. However... Just wait until next time. Oh, but yeah. Th- but it's like that professional motivation kind oh, of competition. Yeah, yeah. But where, but I, but but it was also that Charlie just did not like Ira because of his drinking. He was supposed right. to be a clean cut Christian, you know, and he's out there like smashing his mandolin and getting drunk and you know trying to but get Charlie, girls backstage Hendrix is going to need some inspiration they all needed the inspiration that's what that's what Charlie didn't understand it's not about being clean cut it's about being he didn't understand what rock and roll was he was all into country and bluegrass he didn't get it that he was he was he was creating an icon and maybe their tempestuous relationship Maybe led to him smash that mandolin a little bit harder on stage. I think that that would apply to the Hendrix. I think that would apply to the Keith Moon. I think that would apply to the Townsend. I Mm -hmm. think everybody who's ever smashed an instrument got a little bit from the 1940s mandolin player. Because because you do it. And you see the reaction. 
Oh, yeah. And when you see that reaction, it fuels that you. Fuels fire. And it makes you want to do it the like, next time. Oh, man, I can't wait to get on the <laughs> stage again, dude. This time, well, I'm not only going to smash it, I'm going to light it on fire. Exactly. Got to keep pushing the envelope. <laughs> and the crazy part is, like, the Leuven Brothers had some of the best harmonies I've ever heard. They were able, oh, and it was that same, that brother thing that we've talked about, how families have the, the sonic that harmonies harmony, that you just, it's so difficult to you match it. Twines. And you can just hear it when they sing, like one of them stays high, one of them goes a little bit lower, but then they just like, one dips down, the other starts going up and you're like, whoa, it's just so cool to hear. I them. would say that Simon and Garfunkel got a lot of inspiration I can uh, say that. from yeah. this. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I don't think that, you know, Paul Simon pulled that out of thin air. Mm-hmm. And I think that that probably had a serious influence well, there. And they had, and a, then the Righteous Brothers came later. Yep. The Beach Boys and the Beatles did yep. a lot of intertwining lot stuff. Of that. I think they started a lot of it, um, just with how they did harmonies. Absolutely, and they and and, and they weren't afraid to get on their soapbox either and oh, do no. some preaching. Um, they had a, a, a song, uh, uh, "Cash on the uh, Barrelhead." That is like he gets up and just straight up preaches for like a minute in this song that's actually a really fantastic song. And after he's done preaching, they get right back into the music and you're like, wait, what did I just listen to? What happened? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Are we going to dig into Satan is real? Oh, yeah. That's where I'm headed right now. Praise his name. Not only is it one of the greatest album covers I've ever seen. And it's not a joke. To them, it wasn't. They're really serious here. To them, it was not. But it has become somewhat of a joke. It's campy at this point. It's campy. It's bizarre. Very unusual. Um but the album is called Satan is Real by the Leuven Brothers, and it's the two of them in the foreground, and behind them is a depiction of hell and this silly, silly illustration of the devil who's like red with a pitchfork behind them. It is absolutely fantastic. It looks like um, like a and and the suits they're wearing are it almost looks like, like a B movie poster. It does, That's especially what it looks the like. especially it, the font style yeah, the of Satan is real. And like but the but, effects and but it, stuff. But it it's looks, all kinds but it, of. But that. it looks like they're wearing like Colonel Sanders outfits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you they do. Do they not? Oh, man. They do. God. And it's like, and it's just, but they're the white nights you know down in hell is the angelic i mean it is it's hysterical a lot of 
Very a, lazy imagery going yeah, on there here. There is. There is. <laughs> so, and that's and that's the whole so point. So lazy. Yeah. I mean, I say it was so lazy, I swear it probably took them weeks, if not months, to craft that cover. Because today we could Photoshop that thing together in an afternoon. I could draw this in an hour. There we have it, folks, from yeah. a professional. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. But I, I say lazy, but like I mean, really, the imagery is lazy, and you, gotta, you know, it's yeah. just not a reach at yeah, all. It's, no. I and, wouldn't say there's anything creative. And go check it out. This is and this was in 1959 when this album was released. But that's not important because you have to view it through 1959 eyes. Exactly. And in 1959, that was hard to do. This was amazing. It took, it took some time this to do that. This was freaking amazing. I mean, I actually love... And the song Satan is Real is pretty, it's, it's pretty good, man. So interestingly enough, the beginning of that song is at the beginning of Hank Williams yep. the Third's uh, medley of Straight to Hell, Satan is Real. Yeah. And, and uh, so many people have taken little bits and pieces of this... Like Will Ferrell. Put it in their own music, put it in their own thing, and like made it. And and that's why this is so iconic. And it's also because Ira is putting Satan is real, but meanwhile he's strangling his wives. He's, you know, he's getting shot six times. No, you're missing He's drinking himself crazy. Dude, Satan is real. No, I I was hanging with him last night. He was bartending last last night. night. He's the reason I have this (laughs) ugly headache right now, so shut your mouth. Yeah, it's it's so, it's bizarre and wonderful all at the same time. I can only imagine, I mean, they really just hated each other. Yeah. I mean a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't stand... Like, Noel and Liam kind of hate. Hmm. Yeah. Like... They were the original Oasis. Yeah. Like original, Chris and Rich. The ori- I don't think it's that bad. The Chris and Rich really aren't as bad as no. Liam and Noel. No. No. Uh-uh. Liam and Noel just can't even stand to be in the same... They can't be in the same I room. feel like if they record music again, it will they be won't. remotely. They won't. No, they'll do it remotely. I mean, there's a there's money at the end That's of that. That's what I'm saying is the money will it, yeah, it'll but, happen. But the thing about it is neither, one, the neither one of them need it. That's the thing. They don't need it. Hmm. The Leuven brothers. They don't want to admit that they need they it. They want it. They don't need it. That's there's a difference. Yeah, but the Leuven the Leuven brothers were the original brothers that just like butted heads and like just chopped each other up. On the reg, because that's what brothers do. They chop each other up a little bit. But they took it to a little bit more of an extreme, even though they sounded like freaking angels together. They had they had the animosity that drove them. And, I, you know, in all honesty, I think having that musical um, outlet for each other made them better. I think that's what made... Uh, the, uh, the Black Crows that uh, made the Robinsons better. It made Oasis better. It made sure. them better. No, that because that sibling you can put you can put that hate into your art and make yourself better. You know. So the thing about it is, yeah, you're sitting there with this constant competitor, mm-hmm. 
And honestly, you almost couldn't even care less if you're generating revenue in the beginning. Like, I'm just better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's worth way more than money. Yeah. And so yeah. it gets to a point where it starts generating well, revenue. I'm, and I'm the lead on this one. And you're like, no, no, I remember I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's <laughs> no, funny. I don't remember that well, at all. Well, there's moments in every one of their songs where you're like, wait a minute, who's the lead now? Because their songs are so intertwined with how their harmonies work. The song requires them to go in and out. And that's part of what's so great about this. And that's the thing where, like, you know, when you can't tell who's doing the lead, um, then the focus is on the music and not the staffing. Yeah. And And that's that's the way it should be. And that's why they were some of the most successful country bluegrass artists of all time. I mean, they're in the, they're in the country music hall of fame. Um, I mean, they were put there in 2001, uh, and Charlie died of cancer in 2011. He was able to actually be there for his induction, which is, you know, it's wonderful. Um, and the rolling, the rolling stone, just to put it in perspective, the rolling stone ranked the Leuven brothers as number four on its list of the 20 greatest duos of all time. So if you haven't heard the Leuven Brothers or you're going, the Leuven Brothers, who, what? Think about it. Number four on the 20 greatest duos of all time. And I know they make lists so that you will argue about it and you'll talk about it. But, dude, you got to check it out. Because their, their harmonies are undeniable. When you think about the number of duos that have been out, like, you know... Of Holland, all time. Holland and you Oaks. said number four. Number four. Number four. Okay, so let's just name a few others. Ashford and Simpson. Hall and uh, Oates. Holland Simon Oates. and Garfunkel. I mean... Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like, but it's one of those things where it's just like... The, the family bond was strong in both love and and hate you know and it drove them both crazy because the driving thing in the middle of that is mm-hmm. passion oh absolutely love hate doesn't matter i'm passionate about yeah. it by golly and, and uh, you hate to say that something is an uh, ironic death but ira especially when the guy's name's ira ira who iran who was who was Currently, he had a warrant out for his arrest on a DUI charge, was hit head-on by a drunk driver, and him and his wife were killed. So we discussed this uh, right before we hit record, and I just want to say that we we were talking about, and um, it was like, okay... I'm not sure if I grasp everything out of the way this is being accounted for. However, I think I've pieced it together. Ira always drank when he played at this point. Yep. So Ira also was drunk. Oh, I don't think I, there's any doubt I about that. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But the way that the story was accounted when I read it, was it the, doesn't necessarily say. He was sober. Absolutely not. Yeah. It says he was hit by a drunk driver. Correct. Right. So, it doesn't say that he was sober, but it 
only indicates that the person that hit him was drunk. So let's just be real. I think Ira would he probably get in mad. that person's face yeah. and be like, I was so drunk. Yeah. He, yeah. He probably was mad that the other guy was as drunk as him. And so he, I'm just, I could have handled this <laughs> if it weren't for the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the album for the day slash artist for the day, uh, today is the Leuven brothers, Ira and Charlie. Um, Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, shoot us an email um, at album for the day at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. I'm going straight to hell, <laughs> just like my mama said. I'm going straight to hell. Satan is real. (laughs) After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to cue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!